Welcome to the Freedom Report. What I love about Austin Peterson is his love of the battle. He wants to fight. Austin was, of course, the rabble-rouser, just to make sure I stayed Rothbardian. We live in a world fraught with danger, and there is a certain amount of danger that the public must endure in order to secure the blessings of liberty for economic freedom and personal liberty. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Austin Peterson here. Welcome to the Freedom Report podcast. I had started to do the podcast a little bit earlier today, and then much of weirdness happened. Uh, I, I guess I got an email from the uh, place that I live that said that there was going to be mechanical, quote unquote, mechanical inspections of apartments today. And uh, they came in this morning and I was just starting to record. I mean, I literally just hit record and then it was like, boom, 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 knocking on my door. And I was like, dang, that sounds like like the authorities, man. And so I went and checked up and they were like, you know, yeah, we're here to look. And there was like seven people. I was just kind of like, dang, man, like, what is this like the, is this a squad, bunch of big dudes and like a lady with a clipboard? I was like, I've never seen that many people show up for a mechanical inspection anyways. So I, uh, you know, had to put some pants on and stuff like that. I wasn't quite ready for it. I didn't know when they were going to come. Uh, but, uh, yeah, then they came in and they're just like looking all around in my apartment and stuff like that. I was just kind of like, mm, girl, don't you, why don't you go check the closet and get the hell out of here? You know what I mean? Like something, some about people invading your space. I don't you know whether it's cops or anybody else, any authorities coming into your place. Like, man, I don't know. just, uh, bothersome. It just bugs me, you know? Anyways, but, uh, yeah, let's talk about, uh, the topic. Sorry about that little diversion. So I'm back on the, uh, back on the Freedom Report today. Today is uh, January the 23rd, excuse me, January the 23rd, Wednesday, 2019, and we're going to be talking about the 2020 Libertarian presidential race, and it's already a whole lot of fun. Uh, I have an article from Reason Magazine where Justin Amash was asked about what he thought the Libertarians ought to do in 2020. He declined to announce that he was going to run uh, but he did have some interesting words to say about what the LP should do. Uh, meanwhile, my old friend and, uh, and foe, I guess I did compete against him, John McAfee. And uh, uh, John McAfee is apparently on the lam. He's on the run in international waters somewhere. What an interesting, definitely the most interesting man in the world. Apparently he's now on the run from the U.S. government, but his campaign will exist in exile. So he's going to run for president in 2020 as a libertarian, obviously, but he's going to run his whole campaign from a boat and from what is quote saying, being quoted as masked surrogates. So masked surrogates. It was, it's interesting because I'm trying to picture myself in a situation. We're going to have a lot of laughs over the next couple of years, guys. So don't forget to subscribe to the Freedom Report podcast if this is your first time hearing it. The next couple of years are going to be a whole lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of interesting comment content coming out of the Libertarian Republic uh, as we follow the campaigns of some of my former foes and some uh, some people who are rivaling for the Libertarian presidential nomination. Uh, there has been some speculation that Austin Peterson might jump in. Well, if they pissed me off enough, I just might. No, I'm just kidding. I, uh, I think it's, it's a miserable task to do to try and do such a thing. Um, but I would do want to speculate rampantly and have some fun because I can. And I've got the most unique insight probably in the whole world. So if you're a Libertarian, you're going to want to listen to this podcast over the next couple of years. I guarantee it's going to be spicy. It's going to be fun. Recommend us to your friends. Like us and share us on Facebook and Twitter. Let's get into it. Justin Amash says the Libertarian Party shouldn't nominate a, quote, squishy Republican in 2020. That's me, jokes Bill Weld, while calling Amash a hero and encouraging the congressman 
to run. <laughs> so funny. That Bill Weld, man, he is he is a tricky guy, man. He knows what to say. He knows what to do. That's why I think he'll probably win the 2020 nomination. If that gets your blood up, well, just too bad. We're just going to have to deal with 2020 as it lies. you got to play the ball as it lies. Uh, ask a libertarian which candidate he or she would most like to see run for president in 2020, and the name that will come up more often than not is Representative Justin Amash. Amash, who prefers the term libertarian over libertarian-leaning Republican, and is fond of tweeting stuff like, quote, both parties mislead, misdirect, employ double standards, and lie, had an interesting response at LibertyCon Friday night when asked by Reason Editor-in-Chief Catherine Mangu Ward to describe his ideal third-party candidate. He wears... Air Jordans, Amash began. Amash was wearing Air Jordans at the time. Oh, tricky, tricky, Justin. What were you, what you trying to say, yo? Because you know we'd all be excited about Justin Amash if he ran. I mean, I'll talk more about that at the end of this piece, editorialize a little bit. But, you know, it's the kind of thing that just makes you very happy because, you know, Justin Amash is a good man. He says, then, without mentioning 2016 vice presidential nominee and likely 2020 candidate Bill Weld by name, this is Reason Magazine setting, you know, uh, fluffing up Bill Weld's butt, getting him ready. Another reason why I think he's going to win. Reason Magazine did this for Gary Johnson as well. Uh, Bill Weld says, well, I think an ideal third party can. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Amash is saying this. Amash warned against the party choosing an insufficiently libertarian Republican. Well, I think an ideal third-party candidate, especially a libertarian party candidate, that's what I'll talk about. I think the ideal candidate has to be very libertarian. Well, Weld's out. Because if you're running in the libertarian party, you, might, you better be a libertarian, he said. But it has to be a person who is persuasive to other people, can bring Republicans and Democrats on board, or bring a large part of the electorate on board. Because you can't just appeal to diehard libertarians win the election. Wow, who else has said that, Justin? I guarantee you they're going to hate you for saying that if you do run. Anyways, Amash, who declined Mangu Ward's offer to announce his candidacy on stage, spoke like someone who has nevertheless thought the question through. I think that too often the, the party has made concessions to have more sort of squishy Republican candidates run as the Libertarian Party candidate and then destroy the Libertarian Party base, he said. So you have to have the base align with the candidate. But the candidate has to be appealing to people beyond the base. When informed of Amash's squishy comments Saturday night on the same LibertyCon stage, Bill Weld shot his hand up and said, that's me. I then asked the former Massachusetts governor if he would encourage Amash to run. Absolutely, he said. Justin is a hero. But even if Amash throws his hat in the ring, that doesn't mean Weld will stand down. It helps the Libertarian Party to have three or four strong candidates up there, he said, hinting that we'll soon hear the name of another pro prominent candidate. Overstock's Patrick Byrne, maybe. I am very interested in 2020, Weld declared. No shit. St stopping just short of making an official announcement. I am going to be involved in 2020. One reason Amash has stayed in the GOP, despite, despite describing himself as the only libertarian in Congress, is that Michigan is just one of a handful of states that have the straight ticket ballot option, by which citizens can choose a political party's entire slate of candidates by filling in just one blank. Straight ticket voting makes it prohibitive to run outside of the major parties, Amash said last August. The Sixth Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals struck down Michigan's straight ticket system last September, but voters reinstated it two months later, 67% to 33%. The electoral track record of elected officials who switched to the Libertarian Party once in office is not good, even in states without straight ticket voting. Another factor potentially complicating Amash's political future is redistricting. 
Michigan is expected to lose a congressional seat after the 2020 census, and there has been ongoing litigation and reported settlement negotiations stemming from the from GOP-led gerrymandering in 2011, of which Amash has been a lonely Republican critic. Even if the new map-drawing process is maximally independent and fair, it's not hard to imagine a pox-on-both-houses type suffering a disproportionate impact from the rule changes. The Amash and Weld comments at LibertyCon had the Libertarian Party attendees at the conference buzzing with speculation. In a campaign where the main declared candidates so far are serial arrestee Adam Kokesh, abrasive controversialist Arvind Bora, that would have been me, uh, and whale-fucking enthusiast John McAfee, there may be soon more traditionally impressive resumes in the mix, and that, they absolutely do want that. So Patrick Byrne, uh, uh, CEO of Overstock.com, very libertarian, uh, prominent libertarian, uh, I believe donated allegedly donated something like $200,000 to the Libertarian Party uh, just recently. So it is, I think that's what's fueling the speculation behind the run. And um, my, uh, you know, curiosity about him, I, I've been curious about Patrick Byrne, you know, potentially seeking office for years, because I used to book Patrick Byrne on Freedom Watch on the Fox Business Network with Judge Napolitano, and we would have him on the show quite a bit. The judge liked him personally. The only criticism the judge ever made about Patrick Byrne was that he said he didn't like the way he dressed. So, you know, Libertarian's going to criticize everything, but that means that Patrick Byrne's actually pretty damn good on the issues. Um, I think he used to wear, or maybe he still does wear, a Nehru jacket. It's like one of those jackets. It's like a suit jacket, but it's like a Japanese-looking kind of top. N-E-H-R-U, Nehru, if you wanted to look that up. Uh, anyway, so he's actually a pretty good possibility. And, you know, if Justin Amash maybe gets redistricted, perhaps it's possible he might seek the nomination because, you know, he would lose his congressional seat, might be looking for an opportunity to continue to spread the ideas of liberty. I think that's, whoop, I think that's pretty exciting. I think that's kind of cool. Um, and, you know, obviously I think he would be the only candidate that would be worthy of support so far of those that I've read, other than perhaps Patrick Byrne. Um, but at the moment, you know, you've got uh, Adam Kokesh, and you've got uh, Arvind Vora, and you have um, John McAfee, of course. And John McAfee is on the lam. John McAfee is uh, running from the police. He's going to, apparently, he's on. He's fleeing an indictment. He intends to pursue his race via masked surrogates. Um, this is hilarious. It's, it's a really funny situation for John McAfee to be in. Typical John McAfee situation to be in. And, um, you know, my thoughts on Justin Amash are that, you know, if he, if he decides to run, then I believe his career, his political career will probably be over at that point because only once, I think, has somebody ever run for president as a libertarian and then came back and ran for Congress as a Republican and won. And that, of course, was Ron Paul, Ron Paul running in Texas. And, you know, the Republican Party is not what it was in the early 90s, right? It's it's very different now. Um, and so, and of course, Michigan is blue is a, you know, a typically blue state. So it's going to be tough to figure out what would happen to Justin Amash. Would he be able to get back into Congress? Would he have to switch? And then, of course, how would the Libertarian Party look at him if he, you know, switched from Republican to Libertarian, ran, and then, you know, perhaps lost? And then, of course, if he would... Um, you know, if he tried to flip back to the Republican Party and run as a Republican again, you know, I think that a lot of people would probably be upset with him about that. Certainly a lot of people were upset with me when I switched from Libertarian to Republican. Of course, I, I didn't start as a Republican, right? I, I was a Libertarian for a long time, Libertarian Party member for a long time. And then, you know, I decided to switch to the Republican Party a couple of years ago. But I think that Justin Amash would be probably the best bet that they could have. 
And the reason why is because when I think about the type of person who would have to take on Donald Trump, they have to be able to take him on from the right and the left. And most of the candidates, like, I guess if you, I guess when I say most of the candidates, when I say, when I look at Bill Weld, for example, Bill Weld would have to attack Trump from the left. I don't think that Bill Trump, that uh, Bill Weld would have the chops to attack Trump from the right. I mean, the problem, of course, is that on the right, Donald Trump has been so far hard right wing, it's very hard to run to the right of Donald Trump. And you could do that if you were somebody like Justin Amash and you're criticizing him on tariffs and economics and all these things. But I'm not sure Bill Weld is really up to snuff on Austrian economics or the business cycle or all those things. All right, he was governor of Massachusetts, but he's sort of a you know, Johnny-come-lately to the liberty movement. So I imagine that you know, in debates or in events, you know, he's going to get a lot of tough questions that he probably is not prepared for other than to give a typical political answer. At least that's what I've seen. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, but that's why you're going to keep checking back the Freedom Report podcast so you can see how the candidates are doing as they go along. Um, long and storied history with Adam Kokesh, of course. I've known him since I you know, first started in the uh, Liberty Movement, I believe back in 2008 was the very first time we ever met. I actually conducted an interview with him. Uh, and yeah, serial arrestee gets arrested quite a bit. Um, and then, of course, there is Arvind Vora, who is, uh, I mean, detestable, I think, is the kindest, most politically correct word I can find. Uh, but if you hear more from Arvin Vora, then it's a bad day for you. Most of what we get from Arvin Vora is trash. Um, and, of course, it's perfect for the Libertarian Party because that seems to be what is being encouraged these days rather than, you know, serious, thoughtful leadership that is, you know, truly libertarian but still is not, you know, naked dancing strippers at the convention, right? Like that kind of level of politics. Um, but that's, uh, you know, you're at liberty to do as you please, and I'm at liberty to think as I please and say as I please. And... What, I please, what pleases me is the idea that a tough uh, Justin Amash would be the person who would do it. And that would be the only person that would ever con con even think of swaying me right now from voting for Donald Trump. Because uh, at the moment, I think, you know, if you're going to be involved in politics proper, if you're gonna, not going to have any compromise, well, then you shouldn't vote, you shouldn't be involved. You know, that's anarchy, right? But if you're going to be involved in politics... I happen to think that right now, for libertarians, the best vote you can have for president is Donald Trump. And if you like libertarians down the ballot, certainly I still vote for libertarians down ballot. Uh, but I think that we are making gains in the liberty movement, despite the fact that there's a lot of things that I disagree with the president on. But of course, you've got John McAfee out there from a boat. He's on a boat sending out videos. You know, he used to have a $100 million fortune. Now he says... He's, uh, he's not going to starve, but he's probably not uh, doing so well with his finances. And uh, apparently he is going to be trying to avoid hitting land because the IRS is after him. Probably has something to do with cryptocurrency. That's what he thinks. Uh, but frankly, there's a lot of talk about the, some of the scandals that have gone on from financials that John McAfee has been involved in. I don't know all of the details of that stuff. I just know that John McAfee's fun to party with, and he's a friendly guy, and uh, he's got a sexy voice and a great story. And, you know, it's just great American story, right? From rags to riches to rags again. Like, John McAfee is the most interesting man in the world. Would I give, vote to give him nukes? No. Am I glad that I got second place instead of third and beat John McAfee? Yes. If I, if I had come behind the wild man, I would have felt really bad. Uh, it's bad enough to run twice and uh, to lose so miserably. But uh, at least I beat you, John, if you're listening. I still love you guys, though. You and Janice. Tell your wife, lovely wife I said hello. And please come back to the United States uh, unless you, uh, if the IRS is not really after you. Sometimes I worry, John, I'm speaking to you right now. Sometimes I worry, John, that some of these spooks that you think are coming after you might be imaginary. I could be wrong. 
However, I do sometimes think that perhaps some of this might be figments of your imagination, might be leftovers of a, perhaps a DMT trip, right? Maybe the acid is like dropping back into your body after having been there for so long. I've heard about flashbacks. Maybe this is one of those. I hope it actually is rather than you're actually being pursued. I think a bad flashback is a lot better than actually being pursued by the IRS. So stay safe out there, buddy, and uh, good luck on your presidential campaign. Let me know if you need any masked surrogates out there speak for you buddy okay uh thank you so much for listening to freedom report podcast if you enjoy this content you can support it at patreon patreon.com slash ap for liberty you can donate even just as little as a dollar a month or five dollars a month to help support the freedom report podcast and the libertarianrepublic.com we've had a lot of pieces going viral lately we've had a lot of big hits so much so that one of my favorite writers broke the website recently with the covington catholic story it's just too big. We've got too big of an audience. We need bigger servers, and it does cost quite a bit of money to bring this to you with hosting fees and with um, you know ensuring that the website stays up and is running, and, and uh, I could really use your help. So please do us a favor. Go to patreon.com slash AP for Liberty. If you like these, you get these twice a week, and you have a wonderful week. Austin Peterson here at the Film Report Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and SoundCloud.com.